So it's been some time since I uh, recorded one in the morning. It is uh, 5.20 right now. And uh, I slept at around 6.30 last evening. I've changed my uh, sleep-wake cycle uh, because, um, well, due to work requirements. And um, I've been, well... Um, paying attention to how my experience of living is, as usual, doing my uh, Nibbij Yoga stuff, and at the same time also researching on how best to uh, live life myself, at the same time also enable uh, people to be able to appreciate life from the perspectives of Nibbij Yoga. Um, from, it's, it's not just perspective, but from the practice of Nibbij Yoga. So I've been um, in different ways talking through different social media. And metastomatic diet is something that emerged in the course of um, making my health better, by which I can facilitate nonviolence. Um, because, um, in my understanding, um, um, inflammation comes from several layers in history of uh, you know different kinds of traumatic uh, um, past histories, wars, uh, different kinds of uh, diseases. You know, different um, there have been different kinds of movements through life. Um, and um, we are here today after uh, so many people going through so many kinds of not so nice things and, and nice things too um, and um, and now we have experienced the corona uh, for a few years now and uh, they have all left their impact on our body, mind, psyche consciousness, conscience. And um, we have been finding different ways by which to get healthier, better, um, heal ourselves, heal, heal others, um, and find uh, a movement that is um, evolutionarily wholesomizing at the same time, maintains the wealth that has come about through several layers of ancestry. Yeah, and the all through the evolution of life, all through time, uh, to preserve those values which actually are uh, uh, life-sustaining. It's not just life-sustaining, but also wholesomization-sustaining. Yeah. To to have a perspective that way, if, if that's a way of looking at things. Um, now, so I thought I, I would do this. Um, podcast while I haven't done a beach yoga. I've been trying to do this in some time, of course. But, um, okay, so I'm going to go slow about this because um, I am still kind of affected by um, what has been happening since last evening, since when I went to sleep. And then um, I, wo- I kept an alarm for 12. I woke up at 12. Rather, I, w- I woke up at around uh, 11, and then I was uh, doing my usual Nirbhij Yoga thing, by which to, you know, find my orientation and then get ready for the day, kind. So, you know, to put myself back together uh, from howsoever things have been previous evening, because there's this at around 
7.15, around that time, I think there's some prayer or I don't know what happens. But I regularly notice that, you know, um, my system kind of goes to this not so nice spaces. And um, and then I have to wake up in the morning and then it's like, you know, how much, I, you know, how much, how is my composition, my mental, emotional, uh, spiritual, if that's the word, conscience, composition, how, how skewed has it gotten? And then I put myself back together. So that how I put myself back, put me back together, so that I'm not being somebody else or not just bouncing off of. Um, and then that keeps happening depending on how much I'm, uh, um, how much of Nirbija Yoga have I done uh, through those different moments by which I'm putting myself back together completely. So, um, um, so if I'm doing uh, all out, it might take a little longer, but uh, it's more an intensive, but. Um, it helps. Um, it's like, uh, you know, in a way it's like, well, you can't really call it as exorcism. What I mean by that is, um, I think because of these, this frequency listening and astral projections, I don't know if that's a word, um, but maybe that's a person's way of representing an experience, which, which uh, yoga people have spoken about as, you know, um, out of the body experience and um, have lauded those kinds of uh, uh, practices and which I keep thinking this is like wormholing you know um, the in terms of cosmic uh, in terms of astrophysics they talk about wormholing I'm, and I'm thinking this is like wormholing and if you're going to call that as normal then um, one of the problems cosmolo uh, cosmologically has been about uh, controlling entropy you know so that we are having entropy within a certain limit otherwise it's you know it's a, it's a fission fusion reaction yeah, so wormholing is one of the reasons why entropy also happens, um, and why there is um, distorted exchange of information. Um, so, um, and then it's it's like a bug, yeah. And then you, in terms of computer um, terminology, it's like a bug. You need to remove the bugs quite often, so that the system is functioning appropriately. The speed is uh, at necessary pace, and then those necessary values are maintained, so that you can say. <coughs> Um, or even the antivirus is also installed so that the system is functioning at an appropriate health. So this wormholing and this, you know, out of the body experience into another person's body um, experience, these kinds of things are like wormholing, yeah? And um, so there's this reference of energy bodies being stuck in a person's body and, uh, you know, then the, then some people may be calling that as exorcism. Um, but um, how I see it is uh, somebody has kind of, you know, kind of lost their way into their own house. It's like the prodigal child. Yeah, you've heard of the prodigal son, uh, the idea of the prodigal son. It's like somebody's lost their way into their own house and they've kind of um, sitting in somebody else's body and calling that as, you know, I'm going to see life from here. So maybe this is what's called as the astral travels or astral. I don't know if this astral projections is part of this. Um, but it's definitely, um, I think, the the facilitators of that is alluding to one of these experiences. Uh, there's also frequency listening and then fake it till you make it. So these are all different aspects of it. Uh, I'm more like calling out, in my perspective, I'm calling out a disease here. Our inability or our inability to um, see our own body as, as a perfect vacation, sp uh, vacation spot. 
or rather a, a space where you don't have to take a vacation from a life where you don't have to take a vacation from but instead you go periodically we um, during our work times we take a break and then you know go to vacations or um or take a break from our own body kind of and then you know live in somebody else's life there's also this idea of living in somebody else's shoes so probably they've taken it a little further and then you know living in somebody else's body kind so really bad in the sense um you never know what's happening in your own body when you're kind of out of your body yeah so you don't know um what kind of uh, what happens to your own house for example if you're not being in your house for a long time um there could be rodents yeah or there could be uh different kinds of uh, dust which you don't want to come back into and then you have to really clean yeah there's a lot of cleaning you need to do so um similarly your body if it's not uh, so not just your house but also your body you might have diseases that you need to then heal so if you're not staying in your body for long you'll have to deal there will be more reason for why you want to be out of your body yeah um and it's better to do what it takes to live inside your body clean up the house do what is necessary make it healthy enough so that it's like a trailer home yeah you can take your home along with you yeah so that everywhere you go is a vacation or if that's what you're wanting always wanting to run away from your life then maybe there are a lot of things you need to sort out so that your life is pleasant so you don't have to take a vacation from your life and you would want to live that same life over and over and over because because you have taken the care enough to make your life healthy to have your experience of living um wealthy and um wise so much so that i'm talking here i'm talking about what is possible from living from having your body as as the most as the most favorite place you'd like to be in and then how your life shows up because your life is so beautiful you want to sh- you want to live this over and over and over you it, it's not about not dying but it, but by dying is part of the living like for example overnight yeah i know that around 7 around 7 7:30 something there is a something that happens and then i can kind of feel my whole composition going off but i've been noticing noticing this for so so long um and i've been doing i've been on this work since a few years so i i've been studying um human physiology behavior um um our how we cope with different kinds of uh, um unfamiliar experiences um uh, you know discomforting experiences so i'm not talking about nirbij yoga and i'm talking about medicine intelligence and i'm talking about manmantra level new like the noah's ark and those kinds of thing and i'm talking about parvati method of yoga I'm talking about parvati i'm talking about mythology in a way that may not have been able to be appreciated earlier because of uh, in my uh, understanding is because we didn't know nirbijuga we haven't probably been able to see a body like a computer that requires regular maintenance debugging uh, defragment defragmenting and um, um you know regular encryption so that data is compressed and you know you don't need much space we have the nanotechnology yeah so uh, and then what is possible from that so these are terminologies which were not available these are probably concepts paradigms of thinking which were not available earlier but um has been there because i i think the vedic texts have been written they've they've also been reference of how people calculated the distance between earth and sun while there were no telescopes and do, those kinds of instruments so how is that possible in my understanding it's because 
the language of the Vedas comes from uh, the language uh, arising from living from your body. From the body, it may have been a person-centric model of the universe, but I don't know, but it seems like they were talking about rocket science. Um, I've also heard that, I don't know how much true this is, but that uh, different space technologists read the Vedas to arrive at better constructs of their rockets. Um, so, um, because there's this idea of, well, there are um, several documents um, alluding to this, or I, or I have read fake news, I don't know which is the case, but um, nevertheless, whichever may be true, um, I'm appreciating life from my experience of living, and I'm seeing that how we look at medical sciences, how we look at how we live life, in, this, in the sense, what is time sustainably um, uh, healthy practices or what may have been called as Sanatana Dharma and what is that they actually refer referring to and what is the central perspective from which Sanatana Dharma may have been written or um, discussed about, prophesized maybe in many ways, professed, yeah, rather than prophesized, I think professed, uh, recommended by parents to children on, you know, uh, as these are good values to follow, follow them and we may be kind of being deviant because the parents uh, who profess this may be behaving slightly different uh, from what they are professing or they couldn't answer the questions when children asked why to do this or why not to do this. They may not have known how to answer them appropriately and hence the rebellion um, because like parents don't really know what they're talking about. So that has been one of my peeves. The parents really don't know what they're talking about, but they keep advising and doing this stuff. And uh, so medicine intelligence comes from the questions of, um, you know, why is this so? And then finding answers and then documenting them uh, on the website and different social media. So there is clarity for those who may be wondering why are all of these practices there and why they're advising all of this. And um, archaic maybe, but um, it may be sounding as archaic. Um, but why are they time-sustaining? Um, uh, so I may have digressed. The thing is I'm just going extempore. I'm just going, I'm not even uh, speaking from any point uh, of reference of you know, bullet points, speak this, speak this, speak this. Maybe I should do that. But then um, oftentimes I also find there is a, there's a certain um, beauty when I'm kind of running along with uh, um, um, the the stream of thought at a point in time, but also kind of connecting with the idea that that I began this podcast with. So I think there are many streams that kind of joins together, weaves in the course of what I'm uh, saying. So uh, kindly bear with me here. Yeah. So I'm kind of like a brook running along um, a river, a stream. Yeah. Uh, you could say give flight of ideas trajectories, but. The reference here is from my body as the place where I can come back to, kind of from where I'm speaking this experience. Just like my body has different kinds of fluids, there's a blood, the CSF, there's a lymph, there's a plasma, there are d different, and then our tissues also have the cytoplasm. Yeah, so there are different kinds of fluids and each fluid has its own thickness, density, and have a different story to say because of the thickness um, of these different fluids. So why am I saying this? Our experiences of living in a moment is also bouncing off of the different surfaces we interact with. 
yeah um now overnight when i said um i didn't quite know where i was but i know that between 7:15 to around 7 7:15 to um around 8 8:30 something maybe around there 8 um there are some 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 practices which affects my system i don't know if this is some distance healing or some prayer or something but they if just like when i'm at that time i know that happens and then i sleep i mean uh, i've got to sleep yeah um that's part of my human uh, nature you know you do some work and you sleep similarly wakefully morning times we're doing something afternoon times we're doing something evening times we're doing something and uh and we may be alone or we may be interacting with other people and each person is like a different surface yeah say csf is a different has a different density of fluid um of the fluid yeah blood has a different density uh, water has a different density similarly people are different densities depending on how they've been taken care of care, taking care of themselves um uh, or what kind of job they do what kind of people are they uh, have they been interacting with accordingly would be the density of the tissues um and also of course how often do they maintain their health also determines how rigid they are maybe or how fluid they are or, or how crystalline maybe intelligence or or a combination of all all of these three um, for want of another reference but sometimes we may have noticed some people have rigid we may be yeah it may just be that they didn't know how to take care of themselves while they have had pleasant or unpleasant experiences um during the past um how so many years they have been living and they may or may not have gotten exposed to healthier practices by which to think otherwise and hence be less rigid or more accommodating for um other better ways of living so when during everyday moments we may be the new generation we may be the old generation however you want to see it when we are interacting with different people with different health compositions yeah are body our tissues also could get affected by what's happening with them yeah how they have been maintaining health for example um if you're going into say a place where somebody has died yeah there is a lot of grief and all of th- all of those things going on there and you may have just come from a good nice party and it's just time for you know um the uh, we, we need to go to this place so when you go there and everybody is crying and you sit there for some time you'll get depressed too yeah unless you maintain your orientations by which to uh, maintain your happy com- disposition and and if you start laughing there that will be very inappropriate yeah or um, being all joys and gays uh, you know gayte um that will be very inappropriate so but um at the same time after you coming from um, an environment like that you are like uh, but when you're being there you're likely to be impacted by what's happening in the environment there yeah and when you come out um if you're going to continue um if you haven't found the ways by which to maintain your own healthy composition you could it's like being in a coal mine you know where there's a the soot from the environment has kind of if soot is a word the black from the environment has in some way you know affected your um clothing your tissues in some way and if you don't have a bath yeah then you could continue to have a certain depressed um uh not so very happy um experience for the rest of the day for example and that could um, is like a dark cloud in your 
um, otherwise happy day happy life yeah it's it's it's, it's unfortunate yeah but um, that um, um, unhappy things happen uh, to people and um, but then it's about what we do to get ourselves together um, have the health enough by which to now make um, better choices to be able to help other people come out of those unhappy experiences now when I'm saying not just about one person another person here in the in the you know in the environment but through history there have been many kinds of wars and traumatic event, events and when we are healthy today in a way that we couldn't earlier and when we see that there are people who may still be living from those past peace experiences maybe those wounds remain in their soul or it, it, it remains in their um, you know there's this idea of the past life the idea of reincarnation where in you they have kind of <clears throat> in, incarnated into this lifetime but they're carrying wounds from their past lifetimes and that may have been traumatic for example they, they may have participated in a war at that time but their soul kind of carries the wound from that time and are and they are there amongst us um, maybe a father as a neighbor uh, not really come out of that um, experience where they may have died at that time because of uh, some uh, war-based uh, injury and they haven't really come out of the injury out of uh, from dying like that so they may be living like the living dead in some way yeah um, not really um, awaken not really um, you know awake to what's happening in the present moment not really available for joy not able to experience joy or in some way um, um, sitting in morose places like something bad happened or or expecting it's like you may be calling it as a doomsday thing yeah no matter what what you do it's, there's always this doomsday you know, prediction you know you have you're you're all happy now but then you know wait and see don't be too happy yeah you, you don't know what's going to happen later so there's always this broody uh, doomsday kind of a thought line and it's not something bad about them it's not a, a psychiatric problem it's just that they have a wound from maybe a past life experience or um, or from how things have gotten a little tight over several years of experience in, in such a way that those places haven't really seen love haven't really seen joy or you know it's like stagnant water if fresh water hasn't come to a stagnant to a stagnant pool the water remains stagnant and it might get stinky yeah so how do we cleanse uh, stagnant waters you have fresh water and then you have the water moving rolling wa rolling stone gathers no moss moving water does not get stagnant yeah and then it doesn't um, give out these um, morose broody uh, depressive if, if that's the word um, if you notice people being depressive that may be one of the things they may be having some spot in which um, in some way fresh um, thought or fresh food or fresh water maybe or just fresh rest sufficient rest may not have come to that place and hence they are kind of sitting with that um, something is missing yeah uh, because of which they're not able to feel healthy enough so it could be any of that or you know something hasn't been cleaned and hence they are sitting in old muck for example um, and uh, kind of in some way continue to, continuing to experience life a certain way it could also be that uh, 
they are sitting there because they want to contemplate on how life is from this um, um, tight spot from which to say okay there's a lot of freedom but I'd like to see how life is when it's a little tight so, it can, so, can I, so that I can appreciate the joy that I ha already have they may just be sitting in this tight place to contemplate on uh, what they already have because you know sometimes we kind of stop appreciating uh, a good dress when we have a new dress um, coming to us every day yeah it may just be just another dress versus a person who for a long time has not received a dress and then they receive a gift of a new dress you should see the joy in the face yeah the new dress no matter what the design is still beautiful because it is new yeah and then it's like you know um, they say the a hungry tiger also eats grass um, then what you have the objects you have the things you have what you have in your life begins to be better appreciated so when somebody is depressed it, it you may have to kind of <coughs> think about why that's so could just be that they are contemplating on uh, um, uh, what they have from a little uh, not have space yeah um, but then it's about how long are they there. You, you could go into coma, yeah, or go into frozen lockdowns. So, but how much we may be kind of contemplating on things like that. So, now, coming, um, I, if you notice, I'm kind of running on, but um, uh, that's also one of the things that is, that is there in the beauty, the beauty that's there and just, just capturing um, this uh, podcast without points of reference. So I also wanted to get a taste of what is um, life like without uh, um, me having done through an intensive Nirbij Yoga after waking up. Okay, why am I saying that? I said I did Nirbij Yoga at around uh, 11 o'clock night when I woke up. And then um, I wanted to be, I wanted that, that time before my actual alarm, which is like my second alarm at around 1. And uh, interestingly, at one, I zonked off. And I was thinking, very interesting, because only my calendar knows my uh, itinerary. Now you know. Yeah. Um, since I'm speaking it. But uh, since about, um, yeah, yesterday I noticed that too, and today too, um, that my time went, uh, timeline went off. I woke up not at one, but later. And then... Um, one of my the things that I had kind of decided is uh, that I'm going to drink water uh, once I uh, wake up and then st uh, you know start my day, which did not happen yesterday and again today too. So I knew there was something happening uh, overnight, and, um, and and it was important to capture that um, because I also noticed how my thought lines are changing. So it, uh, yesterday um, there was like you know more art based and uh, fun based, which makes sense. I may not have been having enough fun, but I have been having fun, yeah, and um, maybe not uh, to all those uh, hues. Um, I wanted to paint, so I have not been doing that. So there are some uh, deliberations that is that is there, but it's about how much it's from logical work-based uh, thing to you know more artsy, explored this kind, and you can kind of hear these sounds, yeah. And I'm listening to people's voices. Now you could say these are energy bodies stuck in my body, uh, stuck in my system, my body, or you could say these are invisible, um, you know, uh, remote healing things. I've been telling you about between seven or two, um, around eight. Yeah, there's something happening. So I noticed this. 
So when I wake up in the morning, I really have to do Nirbhij Yoga. Then it's about how intensely I do it. But when I hear these voices, I kind of have an idea of what kind of people have been bouncing in my space or are in some way still present in my body, if that's a word, um, um, uh, to allude to the idea of, say, exorcism, where it is not about just, you know, pulling out the energy body from um, stuck in your body. That's not the idea. The, uh, okay, you could, if you're seeing that from, from that perspective. But it's also um, frequency listening and um, people may, there is also past psychological processes by which, um, you know, what it may have been calling called as white magic, black magic. Um, um, positive affirmations, yeah, hypnotism, if the, these are um, very sacredly held, but it's about, um, see, a person can have a knife, yeah? And it's about what you do with it, yeah? What kind of a person are you that holds a knife? Depend, uh, determines um, how a knife is used, how a tool is used. So, um, so there are these practices, and then it's about who is practicing what and why, yeah? So... Um, you, there could be the same Hatha Yoga, but it's about how a person practices it that determines if they're getting healthy or are they, or are they getting unhealthy. Yeah. Um, so um, right now it is going to be about six and the sun is, um, I can see the sun um, um, light more out. And that is also affecting my uh, electromagnetic composition because the sun has its effect on our body. So my thought lines would be changing right now, yeah? How I'm speaking, the, the vigor with which I'm speaking would be different because there are different people waking up at this time, probably, but definitely the sun is waking up at this time, yeah? And that has its effect on my body, which in other words means the light-dark composition is changing. So the vigor in, which in, uh, in my voice may be different right now. Yeah, there may be more of an oof, yeah? There's a woo, um, umfar. Um, yeah, so uh, more, uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of, uh, um, some people call it as bioenergy. Yeah, but I think it's because, I think it's our body trying to adjust between the light and dark, difference the light and dark, um, which when we're not aware of how sudden that could happen or how differently it could happen. And our body has a lot of different kinds of traumas, like since last evening to this, I'll come to why I've been mentioning it as last, last evening to this, because between one and after my second alarm at one, I woke up at 4.30 and I was thinking, I lost this time between one, one to 4.30. Um, so um, in terms of psychology, yeah, people may be studying psychology, would think you lost time. That's a bad thing, right? You, um, you could say um, schizophrenic or you could say, you know, you could go into your own list of what is a disease. But for me, it's a uh, experience that, that happened yesterday and today too. So, and uh, since I've been studying my own physiology and anatomy uh, quite um, determinately, I know that something has happened. Either somebody did a uh, remote healing or, um, or some... Um, um, there are different kinds of uh, things that, are, um, that I'm noticing. Uh, practices, um, which I also find are maybe people's own way of controlling things. 
So, um, you know, it's their own different coping mechanisms by which to have life work. Yeah. Um, so, um, but how do I know what has been the practice is when I'm, when I'm doing Nirbhi Yoga by which I'm putting myself together. So it's like, you know, um, it's like a house that has many things sorted. Things from the kitchen is there in the living room or uh, the things from the living room is there in uh, the balcony, for example. And you need to kind of sort it out. So while I'm doing Nirbhi Yoga, I know what is there and where does it come from? And then I know, okay, it's, it's these kind of practices, these kind of people who've been bouncing in, in my space. And this is the kind of practice that may have been indulged in. So I can hear, um, uh, um, I woke up, for example, okay, I, I again digress here. But I want you to know that I'm speaking here while I have not done an intensive Nirbhi Yoga by which to put my thought lines in an orderly manner. Um, but I also wanted to capture how a little bit of the good and the bad that is already there in my space from years of practice, but also why regular practice of Nirbhi Yoga is necessary so that you can put yourself back together um, in a civilized, um, orderly, yeah. Um, there's a, um, where time and space are regularly uh, done. So you're, you're having a functional, it's not just functional, but a superlatively good um, life. So you're set for a great day and then you're living that great day. Yeah. So, um, for example, I noticed between 1 and uh, 4.30 when I woke up, I was thinking very interesting. It's like, you know, somebody has uh, proposed a marriage to me. Yeah. And um, uh, all of these timelines are there. I'm seeing my, my family a little bit there, a few of my family members. And then I'm seeing um, um, very uh, interesting uh, uh, landscapes. And I was thinking very strange because it's like uh, <clears throat> in the movie, um, not a Ashes of Love. It has this uh, other story. Um, what's it called? Uh, I think it is Miss the Dragon. Yeah. They are referring to... Um, um, dream lines altered, yeah, dreams um, altered. So I have been noticing this. This has happened many times before. So I, I know when that's um, there. I think okay, somebody's done that again. Yeah. Um, so then it's about um, uh, who, yeah, who did that. So um, I sometimes find it is uh, uh, life's way of letting me know when we, when I when my practice has been slipped has slipped a bit so that such a thing happened. For example, yesterday I drank one liter of water while day before I drank four liters of water. So my practice has slipped. So so then what's the consequence of that? That could be one way uh, by which, you know, life is letting me know what happens when your practice slips. Another way is that uh, um, when I slept at 6.30 yesterday evening, at around uh, 5.30, there was this... Uh, very odd. I was uh, healing my heart, so to speak. I was doing Nirbhi Yoga of my heart. I was doing a heart breath, yeah, uh, so that I'm uh, restoring the health of my heart. Well, um, um, exercising my heart muscles without moving a muscle, yeah. So I was de-traumatizing my heart and lungs and uh, that composition. And then there is a lot of things that showed up. It was an intensive, and I noticed... I have not done an intensive since some time. And that's when you realize sometimes, you know, how much you have not done what you need to be doing. So then so many thought lines and emotional lines just 
straighten themselves out. And then I noticed um, uh, these past um, um, uh, two, three days back since then, uh, why my thought lens have been uh, not so as optimal as, uh, you know, as they need to be for um, doing my work. Um, there, was, there was a certain reduction in the pace of how I'm doing things. While my focus was more on uh, maintaining my physical health um, uh, that way. And um, so you might think, oh, you know, she's been unhealthy for a long time. But it's about, I call it re reflective retrospective learning. So when you're regularly kind of journaling, there is something that is possible that you can reflect upon that day's past or a few days past. Yeah, I um, had not been journaling. Yeah, that's one thing that went down um, in in these past uh, um, some time. And then, um, uh, so right now, I'm also speaking, I'm, there's a change in the pace and tone of what I'm saying. Because there are people doing this uh, soul sync or I don't know if this is their diksha practice. I don't know which is it. But there are some very specific people uh, who do that regularly. And then you kind of notice, okay, they're, they're, uh, they're at it again. And then after some time again, I have to kind of uh, get my orientations somewhat more um, aligned so that I'm feeling more me than being somebody else. Yeah. Um, so there's a slowing of my thought patterns yeah or there's a slowing there's a change in yeah i know a specific person who does this so i know who, who's this who this person is who's doing this uh diksha that's a word or their idea of soul sync so um this is also like a live demo if you're noticing that you are not feeling yourself um, um i'm talking about nirbhijuga but you might say you know you're not being effective enough but I've been say, speaking on this podcast since a few times, since some time now. So you could you could see uh, healthy stuff and you could see unhealthy stuff. But it's about what is that I'm doing so that I'm continuing to maintain the healthy stuff. And I'm uh, speaking about stuff over years now, over years now, put up on the website and different social media too. But you could say, you know, you can also speak. But it's about the difference in, is in what is that I am doing so that I'm maintaining being me there may be um, changes in how much i am versus how much i've become other than me yeah and then what is it i'm doing to restore back the um, composition that is me and the difference is in my body as the um, as a musical instrument say you're, ha you're having a musical instrument what does it take to better the quality of um, say it's a stringed instrument you kind of adjust the knobs so the the tension of the strings are there or you if it's a flute then there's there's a certain there are some things you do to maintain the clarity of um, uh, sound when you're breathing through it so it's about like your body so a body is like uh, an orchestra of many kinds of instruments so you kind of know for example right now i'm speaking one thing the thought lines are different excuse me i'm just going to turn off so that's the alarm. Uh, I keep an alarm for a recalibration, yeah? So that I can recalibrate my composition more aligned to what I am than, you know, I may have gotten kind of skewed with different kinds of, these kinds of practices. So I keep a recalibration time, yeah? So I can um, retune my body instrument. Um, 
like, like I was saying like a musical instrument. So uh, what I was saying is before the alarm that our body is like an orchestra of many kinds of instruments. And if you notice that the orchestra, the composition of what you know as healthy is off. So what do you do to bring back the composition, how it needs to be? So, um, so in an orchestra, there'd be all kinds of instruments. Yeah. Similarly, our body has different kinds of tissues, organs, cells, um, organ systems. So what, how do we, how do we tune them back together? It's, well, tuning seems more doing, but what I'm more doing is, um, I'm, um, well, that, that would be the practice of Nibijaga. So that would be an entire podcast in itself, but it's actually a more course. It's a step-by-step process for example if you have to learn the flute and you have to learn the clarion and you have to learn the drum and you have to learn the guitar and you have to learn the piano and you have to learn the harp and other instruments it's going to take some time yeah so there are cells bodies tissues organs different kinds of things so our body is like different kinds of instruments and it and it takes what it takes to learn how to restore the health of the orchestra that's your body um, so if you've noticed different kinds of rhythms, different kinds of thought lines during this podcast, uh, depending on, uh, you know, what's the uh, level of uh, appreciation you have of different um, thought lines, paradigms of thinking, um, your um, appreciation of what is health or your definition of health, depending on your perspective from which you appreciate health, then you would see many kinds of dynamics in this podcast. Uh, which may also be why uh, this podcast may be of interest to different people, um, I'm guessing, presuming, but or maybe even I'm deluded. But there is value in uh, studying this work, uh, studying my podcast, my different, the work that I'm doing through my uh, different social media, um, because I'm talking about medicine intelligence. I'm talking about what it takes to sanitize dharma while you're... Um, um, uh, while you're moving through these different dynamics of facilitating health. I'm a health facilitator. Yeah. At the same time, I'm at a transition phase. Yeah. I'm talking about something new, completely new as Nirbija Yoga. I'm saying it's zero technology, body-based, um, um, you know, restoring health, wealth and wisdom, um, which may have been what how the Vedic uh, scholars, scientists may have written their texts and how the distance between the, you know, earth and sun may have been calculated. So it's a, it's a it's a precise math, uh, but at the same time, our paradigms from which to appreciate these textbooks may may have been missing. Um, uh, so um, that's one part. Another part is um, when I'm seeing a transition phase, I'm speaking from a perspective of yoga of maintenance of health that is different from how popularly a lot of people are doing. You know, where there is um, say there there may be uh, cutting. Yeah, so there is um, instrument-based um, um, medical practices, you know. Um, there's also energy-based medical practices. I call it the Hatha world, yeah, where it is this or that, object or subject, or, you know. So there is um, uh, doing or being or those kinds of polarities. And, uh, you know, you're maintaining life from those polarities and, and the economy from that, you know, this versus that. So there's a scientific view and then there's a religious view. And then we have um, humanity trust boundaries issues, yeah, where, where, which determines our degree of tolerance of, you know, we have experienced lockdown now since 2020. And I'm thinking it's because there are some perspective, paradigms of thinking missing, 
because of which this came about. Uh, this may be like life's way of grounding us so that we can think about what needs to be thought about. And I thought, and I um, arrived with uh, the value of Nirbijuga, which I have been practicing since some time, but I didn't quite appreciate the value, the scope, and what is this that I've been inquiring into since some time. Um, except from actually going a little more intense in 2020, when I practiced Nibrijika more intensely. And then I noticed how my health was getting better, my perspective of what is the pandemic about. I discovered that it's a, you know, the pandemic is a set of violence, or there have been many years of violence, and life has not been able to recover from the effect of that. And the corona is a, as a species, um, you know, the, the COVID-19 as a species, and there have been other strains too, emerged as a consequence of things not having been taken care of. You know, the speciation kind of ha uh, that way has been kind of coming about because um, this is life's way of responding to what has not been taken care of. Like if you leave dirt in your house in some, some place, after some times you'll see maggots. So where did that come from? It's like it's already there within the, in some way and uh, has now emerged to say, you've not taken care of this part. So I'm seeing the different strains of uh, COVID may have arisen from some things not been taken care of. So I was noticing the pandemic of violence, not the pandemic of corona, but I was noticing it as the pandemic of violence needs to be healed so that these kind of disease species are not showing up, not having to. Yeah. Um, so then it is about what does it mean to be human? Because I was noticing this from restoring my fabric, the composition, the orchestra that is my body, and hence I could notice when I'm putting myself back together, what is that I put myself back together from? Like what is the deviation from normal that I restored health of? Yeah, so that I could see that the, um, the issue was a pandemic of violence and what wounds have not healed in our personal, interpersonal, transgenerational, you know, across generations, what has not been able to be paid, paid attention to? Yeah. So um, I know there are different streams of thought, different paces at which I'm speaking, but um, 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 and I'm also speaking when the sun is just there. So there's a lot of bioenergy. Yeah, I call it as perm energy. You know, there's this you know, like wake up and this uh, vigor, rigor. You could say that that, but it's also how uh, we may be coping between the light and dark, the change between light and dark that a day is. When, when it as a day is beginning um so well kind of bouncing around one surface so when i say when i'm bouncing around one surface there will be people just waking up so i'm going to be bouncing off another person's body composition who um i think there is um, there's a certain distance to which a person's you may be calling it as aura but i think it's um it's more a person's um space personal space but um, and then so some people may be living in elaborate farmhouses for example yeah like one or two people in an entire so much space or we have an, a neighborhood of many people living in close quarters so what happens when our when our uh, bubbles are bouncing off of each other yeah and we kind of and not quite bouncing but also kind of colluded yeah you cannot really say entangled but it could get entangled when you don't know which is your stuff and which is somebody else's stuff. You may be experiencing somebody else's emotions. And you may be thinking this is yours while they are going through some say, grief reaction. And then you, are, you don't know why am I feeling sad for no reason. 
yeah and uh, you're like okay i'm feeling sad but if you're going to accept as, it as okay you're feeling sad you may not know why do you you feel sad and you might go to a doctor saying i'm just uh, by the time you go to the doctor you're out of another person's you know the, the, the grief person's uh, space and you're no longer feeling sad and he's like by the time i came from my house to the doctor my issues resolved yeah you may not know why is that happening so this is just a more um, mild version of uh, what i'm talking about and which may be why you want to take a vacation from your working environments or your living spaces if say for example just so you can feel a little relieved you can breathe easy it may just be that you're constantly bouncing off of somebody else's energy field who hasn't bothered to take care of their own health and then you are constantly experiencing life in a certain way it's like you know i really need to get out of this place for vacation but if you know nirbijika you're actually um putting yourself back together together at the same time if there are these um, diksha and all of this uh, distance healing what nots with people doing these stuff with that dirty tissues you can kind of smell cigarette and um all of that what nots they've been doing their past lives and when i say past past life it could be the past year or the previous day or really the past life and then you are at the receiving end of all of this stuff yeah um and then you're angry yeah like my voice is a little tinny now so there is this uh, one or a few people it's like a group of people kind of yeah um my voice is tinny so and then i do nirbij yoga and then i'm see i'm talking and talking so sonar i call it yeah signs of inflammation uh sonar um or i call it sounds a kind of how much you are pretending to talk 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 like i'm talking talking yeah that's because my nervous system is so tensed up that i'm going on and on until i kind of i need to stop and then heal my nervous system from god knows who's been doing this uh, soul sync or you know diksha or what nots so i need to restore my nervous system yeah so that i'm talking less and then i go into mukamika raga so then i figure out who has been got in this their noodles their stuff so that they were doing this so there's sonar sounds yeah i'm talk 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 then there is um i have just 10 minutes and i'll be off okay then there is uh, dolor or pain rubor or redness yeah uh tumor or swelling um whatever missed uh functional lesser or your function having gotten lessened so much so that you know you're kind of sluggish and not as functional your your schedule is not being met as as well as you'd like to functionalizer like i've been saying since the past few days a little some aspects yeah and <laughs> i'm excuse of talky talky trippy trippy uh functionalizer and then there is um uh sona rubber dolor um there is five signs um i missed one one that is happening most is what you what you miss rubber dolor sonar tumor functional lesser i'm missing this again um tumor what am i miss okay just look it up I, this is the one which is most affecting me right now yeah um calor of course heat who heat it's the heat which is also sub subconsciously maintaining the tinny you know the tension in my nerves calor calor is uh, heat you say calorie 
you, know, you try to burn your calories. Um, that that may also be that there is so much of heat in your body, not just because of what you what you ate, but also because of who what you've been bouncing off of. Yeah, when you're maintaining that maintains the inflammation in your body. You may be having lactic acid formation because of how much you exercise. But the question is, why do you exercise? That may be because of different kinds of inflammation or, or wounds that is not healed as well. For example, you know, people don't look at me as well. I'm good, but people don't see me. And hence, you need to exercise to, to have a body good enough to be seen. Yeah, that may be a wound. You may not even be seeing it as wound. It's like, you know, people don't see me. It's not a wound. It's just that, you know, I, I have to exercise. And then people will see me and I'll be fine. Yeah, that may not be true. Yeah, you may um, you may just be trying to cope with a situation from, you know, it's like you're eating a lot of food instead of walking around and uh, or doing something fun. You're coping that emotional distress by eating a lot of food. So that's not going to help the reason for your discomfort. Yeah. So um, I hope this gives some perspectives. I know I've bounced around a lot, but I hope that at least from all of this, if you can kind of notice how your composition, your thought lines, your emotional uh, constitution may be being affected through the day when you're paying attention to how your emotional composition, your uh, state of well-being may be being different as you're going through different times of the day. And then when you're noticing that you want to have a vacation, you may want to look at what is it you want to take a vacation from. And then you will probably get a perspective on what you need to restore the health of so that you don't have to take a vacation yeah there may be something that you can do right now in the environment that has your home your life your body be the best place in the whole wide world yeah and then you can go for a vacation if you want to or you can go to another place look at appreciate how life is it becomes a study not something that you want to run away from yeah or something that you want to um, um, quit all the way of or you know you, you, maybe you, you you don't want to or you don't have to quit the job it may just be that you want to quit the job because you haven't noticed what is having you feel discomfort it may just be that you haven't healed your own body yeah so that you can tell to those people who may be making your who may be making the health of the environment of the working environment so toxic because Somebody hasn't spoken that, you know what, there is gunk here. Nobody has cleaned this gunk. And hence, our working work-life experience is not so very healthy. But unless you're aware of what the problem is, you will keep running from the life you have or from the working environments, you know, or from the house you have, from the relationships you have. Until you may be, you know, when you, when you, if you're actually just being mindful, simply mindful, you will know where the gunk is. Clean the gunk and your life is fine. Your relationships are fine. Your working environment is fine. Your colleagues are fine. Yeah. Your life is fine. You just need to know where the gunk is. Yeah. And then clean them regularly. So on my website, you have 10 planets, like 10 pages, each with different perspectives. Just look around, bounce around on those different pages, and then you will know which aspect of your life may be having a little more gunk that you need to uh, clean. And then your life will be more pleasanter. Yeah, then you can have a 10 brain, good, nice, humane experience of living without having to resort to violence of any kind to um, experience a, a healthy, wealthy, wise um, life. Yeah, thank you for listening. Love.